Good morning and welcome to the Live Your Greatness podcast. This is Coffee with Frank and LJ. Good morning, LJ. How are you doing? Good morning, Frank. I am here. Happy Monday to you. Yes. And a little hoarse and raspy more than usual, but um, I'm feeling good. It was a good weekend, but I have been busting because I want you to tell about. Sounds like we have a co-host. I have a, listen, I got Sylvester in the background, everybody. I tried to lock him in. He comes out, he opens doors. He's a cat. Um, So I apologize, but Sylvester's joining us a little bit for a little bit today. Frank, please, please, please share your incredible weekend. Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to come back. I I had a blast. (laughs) Um, I hadn't been camping in, in a while and I have never camped the way we did uh, with our camper we just got. Uh, I've always camped tent or we usually had a bedroll with uh, plastic we'd throw down when we camped on horseback and just sleep under the stars. So that's kind of how I grew up camping. So this was kind of different and it was nice. And But oh my goodness, you know, the, the morning meditations were... I bet on that lake. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, it was awesome. I got up. Nobody else was even up. I get up really early and uh, just went out there and listening to the metal larks and the robins. I heard the birds, Frank. Oh, when you were they were pretty? Oh my God. See, when I hear those sounds, it just lulls me into another state, mm. another plane. It's a beautiful thing. And, and I just want to say this to everybody who hasn't been watching Frank and I and watching this on a replay. Frank's living abundantly. He, he'd been wanting to buy a camper, upgrade his truck, and that's what he did. And he went away. And I, I camped with my kids for years. Jesse and I, we took the kids camping. We did the tent. And um, in later years, we did do some cabins. But I've never done a camper. So I'm learning from Frank, everyone. And I'm learning, my- guys. I've never done it either. And, and some of my friends were out there. And they come over and they help me when I uh, couldn't figure out how to get the refrigerator to turn on. Well, you have to pre-do it just so you guys know if you get a camper. First of all, let me say this. We probably would have got one a long time ago had we realized how low of a cost it is to actually have one. I didn't understand that. Um, They finance them like a house. Um, They go out like, I think we finance stars for 12 years. So the price comes down quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And the payment is it's it's achievable when there, especially when there's two of you. And uh, and Frank, yours is hi, Katrina. That's my niece. Oh, hey, good morning. He lives Frank, in the Philippines. That's beautiful, Frank. I'm not getting I'm not getting notifications again today. Yeah, Carl is on here, and my niece Katrina is on here. Hey, Carl. Good morning. So I can't see what's going on in the because sometimes I get it. That we're live and other times i can't i can't get it yeah, so I don't know why it does that facebook's kind of they need to oh wait here we are with. sometimes you have to click out of it um and then go back no. in yeah okay i got it so good morning everyone who's watching um it's very exciting frank but i told everyone frank for those of you who are have ever contemplated or thought about camping this way, right. I told Frank, educate everybody, you know, because I'm for me, it's a learning curve. I want to be able to learn because Jesse and I aspire to get a camper also. Right. And we, yeah. Well, and then when I got when I got hooked up, what I, what I found out is you can't just turn the refrigerator on 
and it's going to start cooling automatically. You turn it on. Some people turn it on the day before, gives yes. it time to build up. And then um, they also suggest put some cold stuff in there and it helps kick it in faster and stuff like that. But everything went really smooth. Um, and I'll tell you what, there is a community, a camp community, um, people with campers, and some of them travel all over the United States. Yep. And some of them meet up and it's just a community and they jump in, they help each other. It's, it's, it's a, a lot big of fun. thing. It's it a really big thing. Is. Yeah, when we were in Niagara Falls in September for my 60th birthday, we met, um, we struck up a conversation with a group of people that had been friends through the years, like for 50 years, let's say they were a little bit older and they lived in different parts of the country and they would meet up once a year, but they were friends, but they still got in their RV, they were in RVs, not campers, they were in RVs and they traveled for weeks at a time and then they would take a break and then they meet up again because they were retired. But I tell you, it's a wonderful, wonderful way to see the country. And I aspire to do that myself. Frank, you're living abundantly. It's, it's an opportunistic thing that you took hold of and I commend you for it. It's putting out to the universe all the things you want, that you what you want wants you. I love it, love it, love it. Um, I have to say, everyone, today, I want to go into Sarah, but my message for the day is about opportunity. I wrote it down here. Opportunity, and it would be remiss if I did not talk about my gratitude jar. Every day I start, I write messages of gratitude. I do it in a planner, or I do it in my gratitude jar. And we're, what, five months uh, let me see, January, February, March, April, May. We're about five months into the year, five and a half months. And look at this. My jar is almost full. Almost full. But express now, that gratitude you, because... When do you empty that? At the end of the year? Yeah, in fact... I think you I need a bigger see. jar. I need a bigger jar. This was my jar from my jarred stuff from last year. But oh, I okay. also put it in a planner. So not every day is in the jar. It's in my planner or my my jar, but I read what I wrote from that previous year, and I keep it right here by my little table that I have. So it's kind of um, like a well, also mini journaling too, huh? Oh yeah, it's it's for me. I like to write, Frank. Well, and gratitude write, is is huge, huge, huge. Yeah, when Every you day. write, also it's about. I don't know, for me, writing affirms it even stronger what I want, wants me. So I have to say a huge shout out to this community. Love your greatness, our Facebook, private Facebook group. Lots of buzz, great messages, super interaction. Um, Especially this weekend, we had some pretty good, I, at least I got a, a lot of good interaction. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I think beautiful. people like seeing the lake. People love to see nature. What are we doing? Who are we? What are we about? And I'm still feeling compelled, Frank, to share people's good stuff. Nancy LaPorter, I shared. Yeah. Nancy's, um, she's awesome. Got to check out her link. She messaged me. She said, When are you coming to Virginia Beach? I said, No, not this go around when the weather gets a little warmer, maybe in, in another month or right. two. That'll be, so, boy, that'll be fun. You know what? Yeah. Um, when you do that, maybe we can set up uh, having her be right next to you and doing the podcast. 
you know what if nancy would be, cool, be open wouldn't to it? that wouldn't that be cool yeah i don't know sometimes with energy i don't know how nancy sometimes the energy i don't know i'd have to talk to her about that but that could be really really fun we need to get her on a podcast oh yeah i told her that again i said nancy we need you on but listen i've been doing for the last few days i don't know if anybody knows who bob proctor is or was i yeah. think bob passed away passed away recently bob the price is right yeah oh, that was bob parker yeah <laughs> bob barker i love bob bob barker but bob proctor everyone is a guru on self-development mindfulness and he did this abundance meditation frank really really good it's a 30-day meditation and he actually partnered with somebody whose program i did vision lakiani of mm. mind valley and i wrote my life book with that program and i met in my friend my incredible friend pam um we we've stayed connected through our life book but bob proctor it's a beautiful meditation and if you commit to it for 30 days abundance will seek you out <clears throat> And as I have said here, <coughs> excuse me, everyone. Um, I had been writing and affirming I'm a wealth and abundance manifester for, for I did a challenge with my friend Pam for 60 days. And since right. I had done that, it's now weeks past. So much abundance has come into my life. So much is flowing and it is a bad opportunity. But I figured, let me do Bob's um, meditation because I need to bring in more abundance and my my meditations lately have been focused on I am fearless Frank I'm fearless and I want to just tie something into opportunity because I had a conversation with someone the other day and an opportunity was fell into my lap mm. um and I want to preface this by saying I'm super grateful to this person and you know who you are for the opportunity that you presented to me, but I chose not to take the opportunity. And what I'm learning through this process of mindfully thinking it through and it not being the, the timing for me is that just because an opportunity presents itself, Frank, right? Mm. Doesn't mean it's meant for us. Right. Right. Actually, if you think about it, sometimes that could be one of the shiny objects. When, when you're trying to stay focused on one thing uh, you, and other things come in, you also have to, you have to learn when, it, when is it a good time. And if you're focused on getting and building something that's really important, mm -hmm. even if it sounds good, you still have to stay focused on what you're doing. So sometimes it can just Absolutely. be a shiny object. Yeah, and it's it's something that was dangled in, in my in my mind and heart, but I have to tell you, intuitively, my first reaction was, oh wow, if the opportunity is coming knocking at my door, how can I refuse? Yeah. But that's in the moments when we have to step back and say, wait a minute, I I need to be more mindful about my choice. Because here's the deal, why I, I opted out of this opportunity. Because my whole thing, Frank, and we are about it. When you live your greatness, it's about authenticity. It's about cleaning out the debris. Thank you, right. Frank Marco. <laughs> it's about 
um, being real with who we are and those around us. And Bob Proctor's meditation is about that. Spread the love, increase your vibrational energy. But what I'm trying to say is, if I'm not in my authentic, most authentic state and real on something, how can I share it with others if it's not, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still cleaning out the debris. I'm still learning and moving through the process. Right. That's what it is. Opportunities, here's, here it is in a nutshell, everyone. Opportunities are beautiful things, but sometimes we're not meant to take them, but you need to ask yourself those all important questions. Right. Why not? Perhaps it's waiting for another time or it's whatever. It doesn't matter, right, Frank? It's Well, and, and I've been in the same situation where I've gotten these opportunities to do things and I, and I get sidetracked for a little bit. And it pulls me away from what I'm, my passion is, and I'm trying to build something. And in order for me to get it to where I need to be, I need to stay focused on it. Yes. And because... when I get these other things going on, it's like, oh my God, that sounds really cool. And, and but it gets me off track. So uh, I finally made a decision. It's like, you know what? For right now, this is my passion. This is what I need to get going. Yes. And I got to put all my time and energy and obsess this. So, amen. amen. And you just have to learn how to do it. It's like um, learning how to build that to do list and then the not to do list. What's the needle movers and what are not the needle amen. movers right now? And even if it sounds good, it may not be a needle mover when it comes to doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And also, Frank, let, let's reframe something for a minute. As far as I'm focusing all my energies here and this is what I need to do. <clears throat> your heart, let's reframe it. Your heart is calling to you that live your greatness is your passion and has been your passion. Your heart's desire, your mind, body, and spirit of feeling energetically connected to that very high level right. that this can go really, really far. It can if I stay focused on it. You're choosing to stay focused on right. your mission, passion, and purpose. And it was it's, given to me for a reason. Oh, yeah. It's See, the driving I look force. at it like that, too. Yeah, it's the driving force that you're called to. And it's, it's, it's a very important thing to intuitively know that. But to live, eaten and, to live, eat, and breathe it is a very different thing because when you feel something, you can say, this is what I want mm. when an opportunity comes up or when you feel something, but it's acting upon it. Frank and I were just well, talking about this. And, and you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to add something to this too, yeah. because um, we still have jobs, guys. I have a job that I do Monday through, well, Saturday, six Monday days through a Saturday. Week. And, and me, I'm sporadic, um, but I have a job. Yes. Yeah. And we get on here and before we even go to work, uh, we do this, the podcast. And then I have all these things that I'm, I'm building this up to. Um, we're wanting to do retreats. We're wanting to do uh, some seminars and trainings and stuff like this. So there's other things that I'm trying to get lined up so that these things can happen. So my time is real precious, yes. okay? And you only have so much time in the day. And until I can get to a place where I can start duplicating my time, 
I have to stay focused on on my mission and what I'm heading into. So when I get these little shiny objects that look really cool, I'd love to be a part of that. I have to put it off until I get to where I am. I need to be when I can walk away from the job and I'm doing this full time. It's going to give me back the power, I guess the power or just it's going to give me back my time. And now I can choose to do more things and get involved in more things. But first things first, you have to start somewhere and you have to stay focused on that because you yeah. get so sidetracked. And that's what actually what you're talking about, LJ, is what stops most people from ever getting to where they want to go. We get too many things coming at us and we don't know which one to take. So, But also, let me add to that because you made yeah, a really good see, point we're here. We're adding. We're this adding is, and this building. This is the beauty of masterminding. When you sit down <sighs> with two people that you're aligned with, things It's good stuff. Up. Yeah. But Frank also, and I believe this, Jesse and I talk about this all the time, that the work that we're doing, the work, right. right? Not necessarily a passion, but the work that's providing us the income necessary to sustain us in our day-to-day right. life, that the work we're doing is meant to be there for the purpose that it's serving. Mm-hmm. Not to say we don't care for it. We don't want it. It's not our passions, right? but nevertheless, it's serving the purpose because until we can catapult this to the place that we want it to be. Listen, we're just starting. We're babes in the woods here. And that's what I wanted to bring up. What you just said, we're just starting. So we're taking you guys with us. We're showing you a pattern that has been taught to us from people that are already there. Okay. Um, I've struggled getting to this point. This is totally different business online. I, I, you know, I've helped people build corporations, multi-million dollar corporations for other people. I've never done it this way where we are online. And one of the key things is showing up, being consistent. We're on here every day, Monday through Friday. And you have to be consistent. Doesn't matter how good your podcast. Our podcast has been getting better and better as we go along. We're learning. Yeah. But that's part of the process. When you show up and then you get consistent about it, you put in the action. Now you get the momentum. And that's what momentum is. It's forward oh, yeah. motion backed by action. Okay. I'm getting energized just thinking about it. Oh, and and, and we didn't figure this out on our own. We have teachers, we have people that mentors that have been helping us learn these things. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you just don't know about that you have to learn how to build funnels, how to just all kinds of stuff. And we'll get there, you know, yeah. It's just appreciating the journey. It's trusting the process and having faith. And I want to just get back to one other thing with opportunity. And again, I, I have to say this, and I am compelled, I'm called to saying this every time I bring this up. I am not exemplary, but I lead by example. And I am very, I, I say this with humility. I say it with grace and gratitude. Opportunities have been knocking on my door consistently because I'm doing the work. And I, again, it's about putting yourself out there, making yourself a face of something. So I had the distinct privilege 
Once again, it was the second Saturday of a month to serve lunch to the vets mm. in the VFW post where I'm an auxiliary member of here in Old, in Old Town, Alexandria. But I want to I want to mention this. I got to sit in on a meeting, which I didn't know I was allowed to sit in on the veteran, the VFW meetings. But I, as an auxiliary member, I'm al allowed to do that. So <clears throat> the post is looking to align with the scouts, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. Now, my husband was a scout leader for a couple of years, then leader, scout leader. I was a Girl Scout leader for eight years. And it's all about citizenship and leadership and all these beautiful things. So I supported the notion of the VFW post aligning with the Cub Scouts. There was a right. gentleman, a very high ranking official in the scouts who happens to be a lifetime member of the post where I'm an auxiliary member. And I, Jerry, the commander of the post, my, my buddy and mentor, um, allowed me to speak up on behalf of supporting scouting and aligning with the scouts. But I spoke to him after the meeting at the lunch, and he said, because I talked about cooking for Virginia veterans, I'm hoping to hear this week, I'm busting that my nonprofit is a go in Virginia. The name is approved, Cooking for Virginia Veterans. But this man and I talked and he's like, anything you need, my scouts are there for you. I nearly fell off my, my, my rocker because I'm thinking, here I am, I introduced myself, what am I doing? I'm just a woman serving lunch. No, 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 I'm a nonprofit. I'm about to become a nonprofit. But I had this high ranking official say to me, we're on board with you. And I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Gratitude to the max. The next opportunity came up, Frank, one of the guys in the post who really supports what I do and has loved the lunches because the lunch is a beautiful thing. They socialize, they talk. There was a meeting of naval officers upstairs in the post the morning and the American Legion has a meeting. And this guy said to me, hey, LJ, I need you to talk to somebody. I was talking you up to somebody. Well, I got his business card, this guy, Dennis, mm. who's a pretty <laughs> influential guy in the naval community and he wanted to talk to me hmm. and i'm like oh my god am i enough am i worth this uh, all this self-doubt was going through my mind well, here you, it is you know what's going on though Frank. you got people like jerry and different people that because you because you've it's been scary. showing up and and, I'm, and this is an example of what you've been talking to because you've been showing up you've been consistent for two and a half years, guys, this hasn't been an overnight thing. And now she's telling you she's she's turning down certain things because she's staying focused on what she she's wanting to do and yeah. accomplish. Well, by doing that, it's it's opened up and it's cleared out the path for all this abundance in the direction she's wanting to go is now coming through because there's nothing blocking it anymore. No, no. And this it's is so why true, it's Frank. important to not get caught up with all the shiny little objects that are out there. And yeah, this is an example because you're clearing that path out. Now stuff is just been, it's been coming to you like crazy, like crazy. Frank. Oh, every week, something Listen, different is happening. We feed off each other's energy, but this Navy guy, Gave me his card. He wants me to call him. I got to call him today. See, I don't people are talking that. about you. Okay. Well, that's this is what I me. tried to teach. <laughs> this is what I taught my agents in sales. You have to build it first, the foundation. 
the best advertisement you will ever get is word of mouth. When people start talking about you, now things are going to happen. This is the momentum. This is what creates the excitement. Okay. And it's also what creates longevity. The more people talk about you, the longer of a career you're also going to have it because it means you're doing the right things. And you have integrity and people see this and now they're coming to you for that information. And this and is also what you have been Frank, building. Integrity, longevity, and sustainability, right? Absolutely. It's sustainability. But I need to align with Dennis because he wants to fundraise together. And let me tell you, I get the Navy behind me. I'm, oh. I'm all good because my dad's watching over me. He was a Navy veteran. And I'm like, very weird. All the Navy guys that uh, they're just aligning with me. It's a beautiful Your thing. Dad sent the Navy. Oh my God, he did. It's it's crazy, <laughs> crazy. Frank, I so appreciate you. We we feed off each other's energy, mm. and that's what we are about here. Frank's inspired me to step up and maybe buy that truck now. Like get a truck. Like who would have ever thought I'd have a truck? But to get that truck is the first step in the process to getting that camper that Jesse and I talked about three years ago to travel the country. It's all beautiful. But here's what I want to share today. And Dawn had an awesome time this week. And she's cooking, Frank. Let me tell you, that's my intention. And everybody loved her cooking. (laughs) It's all about, and this is why people say it's the veterans love it when you give them lunch. It's feeding the soul, feeding the body and nourishing the soul. Right. It's what appeals to people and it brings out the better senses of people. And, and I'll, I'll tell you a trick about cooking. Um, and I, this is how I was raised and taught. When you cook, especially for other people, you have to be in the right frame of mind. Your attitude has to be good because you put in that energy into the food. Oh, yeah. If you go in with a real negative and bitter attitude, you can make people sick. And so (laughs) when you show a lot of love and you're putting that in that energy into the food, it changes people. It helps beautiful. And it's pretty awesome. And I know to some people that might sound kind of whacked, but it's not. (laughs) I've watched it for too many years. Oh, and uh, it's actually a lot true because we all put off an energy. And it's even with the words that we talk towards each other, you know, we can, it's um, like how I was taught that be careful what comes out of your mouth, because it's like a prayer. And it could be a good prayer or a bad prayer that could either damage or help somebody. So think things through before you spew on people. Um, You want to take care of people or do you want to damage people? That's how I look at it. Yeah, it's, it's really... And, you know, because I hang around people like LJ and Marilyn and Debbie and Sharez and Shika and all these beautiful people, I think about these things constantly. Oh, okay? yeah. You can't it's, help it's, it. You, it wakes you up to a whole different realm of living. And yeah, this is the beauty of associating and aligning yourself with really good people that are heading in the same direction you are. It helps you change your life and where you want to go. It's not about money, but I'm not telling you money won't be involved in it. Exactly. But it's about being your, your greatness. It's about living the fullest potential of you, you can do. And that's what we're about. That's what we want to try and help people get to. 
if it's just having a real awesome marriage, okay, or connecting with your kids on a whole different level, whatever it is, getting along with people at work better because you change the attitude at your job. So it makes your job funner to come to whatever that is. That's what we want for you. And we're showing you how to do that by aligning. It's that whoops, where are we at? This circle here. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, it's I'm so true, to... Frank. <laughs> and that's why, listen, and that's why, you know, the people that are watching us, they're, they're living abundantly. Right. And when something is curious to them, they'll ask the question or, express whatever their thoughts or sentiments are about it and that's how thank you irene lb leaders raising leaders we're gradually absolutely moving up together let's quickly if i may talk yeah. about sarah's simple abundance um her daily devotional cleaning out what isn't useful or hmm. beautiful having getting rid of um, the debris get rid of landscape thank you frank have nothing in your homes that you do not know to be useful and believe to be beautiful. Yeah. Now, I always put, as a former English teacher, um, the spin on it, metaphorically speaking, mm. it's about our inner state. Our inner state enables us to rise up and transform and elevate every sense of who we are so we can go out in the external world to be more right so well actually um to be honest with you it's both um it's the it's the physical and it's the mental <clears throat> whatever's not um serving you you need to eliminate and get rid of it because i actually went through this and got rid of everything except some pictures all all the shiny objects all the material mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. left when i went through when i after i married i got together with dawn there was a thorough house cleaning and i i got to a point where i was not connected to objects anymore i it was more on a spiritual level and it was about focusing on my my personal mm -hmm. growth and not worrying about what the joneses are doing down the street anymore okay when you is get that, is that Frank? Is that initial realization painful or uh, liberating? It's it, it's um it's uncomfortable. Anytime uncomfortable. you make a change and you go into the unknown, it's uncomfortable. But it, it was a necessary uncomfortability for me at that time. I had to get grounded again. Yeah, because I, I was that. angry when we lost our company. I went through the divorce. I'm raising three kids by myself. I picked up some um, attitude. And uh, and I was a person that was teaching people how to get out of bad attitude at mm -hmm. one time. And it doesn't matter who you are. You can get caught up. You can get you can yeah. get stuck. So that's and ego, I stopped right, aligning right? myself with certain people. Is that the ego getting in its way? Well, ego saying, has a lot to do with everything. We want to protect ourselves and, well, and, and not be hurt. Not it be is. And when you get in, when you walk into an uncomfortable area, it's like, okay, I have had things happen to me in my life where I don't, I tell people, um, you don't know how you're going to react till you get hit with it. Yes. We think we're going to react certain ways. And this is why I practice my spirituality, because to me, that's my insurance policy to help me get through it. 
um, the, the more I work on these things, it get, I know that it's going to give me a better way out. But when, for example, when I lost my son, I'm telling you, I went off into a deep zone that wasn't good for a number of years. I wasn't prepared for it. And um, talk about digging deep. Right well, there. You, you know, you, when you survive things and, and you dig down, you, you learn how to get to the other side. But until you have actually been faced with something, you don't always know how you're going to react to it. Well, also, what, what comes to my mind when, because Frank and I have had conversations about the loss of his son, and it saddens me and it pains me to know you went through that experience. But you know as well as I do, Frank, that that experience was intended for you to grow well, and, and understand. You know what, and this is, this is what I also know. Um, and, and I see a lot of people get caught up with, with death. It's like, and I just heard one not too long ago um, because they're somebody's, their dad or some, well, actually, I'm just going to put it this way. We wonder why God would take somebody that is so precious, okay? But we don't look at it like this. God sometimes wants us to come home. And it, coming home is a good thing. It's a celebration. We look at death uh, like it's, it's, it's a bad thing, but it's not. It's another stage of growing. Because it makes us uncomfortable, though, we handle it differently. Yes. And my mom all... tried to teach me that before she passed away is we don't I don't want any of you feeling bad for me because I'm going home. I'm going to a beautiful place. Yes. I want you to think about this. Imagine the reunion that I'm going to have when I get to see your grandma and grandpa and the, and my family that I haven't seen for years. I'm ready. And, and God sometimes is ready to bring us home. He's, but the he, soul's journey is intended for that specific purpose, time and purpose. For Remember that. We're, we're here for a reason to take that reason with us when we leave here, because Absolutely. when we leave here and go to there, we're going to go to a higher level and, yes. and it's going to just keep going. We're going to keep so evolving. That. But and that's a school said, here. Yeah. It is. Listen, it's a life lesson. But the but the thing with that, Frank, is that's why knowing that however long our journey is intended, our soul's journey, our purpose here on this earthly plane right. is we have to make good on what we are meant to do here yeah. and learn the lessons and live your greatness and grab. While you're here, you have to show up. <clears throat> Bottom line. Yep. You were, you, you were put here to show up. <clears throat> So let's go back about clearing out what isn't useful or beautiful. They're talking about this William Morris, who was the founder of an influential arts and crafts movement. He was a poet and a designer. Um, <clears throat> he talks about, Morris talks about the aesthetic alchemy of beauty and function in the home, the long waited for deliverance of the decorative arts. Now, I equate that to Find the inner state, the beauty of the inner state. Find what it is in our innate, our very divine human existence. Mm. Find what it is to restore your own order, your balance, your harmony. 
What is it you need to clear out? What no longer serves you? Obviously in a home, it's, you know, pictures or carpets or bedding. It doesn't matter. Survival techniques that you learned. It's they sometimes don't serve you anymore. Yes. If you want to stop being a survivor and start living, you have to put down certain things. And, and start taking on new things. And that's not an easy task, it's, Frank. It's not easy at all. It's it takes huge. years for some people. Because we wear... Some people, it never happens. Don't we wear our shit on our sleeves? Well, Pardon my is, language. It, it's we so deep it that... Um, like a coat I of was, armor. I was trying to help somebody that suffers from really bad anxiety. And the counselor told him that it's a mental disease. And it's not a mental disease, I'm telling you. That's a bullshit lie and it can be cured. It can be taken care of when you understand how the brain works, you know, it's not a mental, it can be a disorder for a period of time, but it's because the more you tell yourself that you have anxiety, the bigger it's going to get. You have to learn how to reverse that and how to talk about it. It's like with PTSD, how I got PTSD when I was eight years old. But those things aren't happening anymore. It happens because my mind makes it happen. I make it happen. But when you learn how to change that and turn it around, you can stop that from happening. You can replace it with something better. Something so better. So you there's there's so many uneducated but triggers still can arise, Frank. Well, triggers. everything and that is why you work on yourself daily. It you don't you don't get like Arnold Schwarzenegger by going to the gym for one week and to maintain it, you have to keep going to the gym or you will turn to fat. Great analogy. And the, the bottom line is it's, we're not meant to be, this is where I, what I found out. I was not designed to sit still. God didn't design and it's not in our DNA. Okay. He designed us to go forward daily. And when we start to get miserable, it's because we get comfortable and we sit still too long. And when you start moving again, challenge yourself. If you don't believe what I'm saying, go out and challenge yourself. Get off your butt and go do something that will challenge you. And you will see that you will start to feel better. You'll start to, you'll, you'll want more. And it's just about in each area of your life. We talk about the eight pillars, right? Yeah. To me, each one of those are a personal investment. And if you want your career to be really good, you have to invest in the t- in the things that you need to do to make that career big, right? Same thing with your spirituality. You have to invest in that. You study with your mental and emotional state. You study, you read, and you learn how to take care of that. In your marriage, you have to invest in a marriage or it's not going to flourish. There's just different things. And if there are things in your way, you need to remove them. If they're not serving you anymore, it's time to get rid of them. But this is what I was going to say. We get so caught up into these things that we are going through. It becomes identity, okay? And when you start to help somebody remove that, some people are so connected to that that it yes. it's going they feel like you're stealing their identity away from them and it threatens them. Okay. And then they'll get upset until they actually learn that it's going to benefit them not to have that there anymore. It's scary. 
It puts Anytime you, you go into the unknown, it 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 scares you. It puts you into that fright flight thing. Oh, big Because we're designed to protect our mind and our body from everything, right? So when you go into the unknown, the the fright flight comes up. It it and then the all, all of a sudden the mind wants to come in and protect you. So it's gonna put up these defenses. It's mm. gonna get uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And it just as we remove, I'm just time. I'm just chewing on that because as we that's remove, why you build a, pe a a circle of people that can support you in every you? AA is one of the most successful programs on this planet. It has helped millions to probably billions of people recover from alcoholism, but they have meetings daily, a support group. Okay, church, same thing. Church is not for the righteous to hide from the unrighteous it's where the unrighteous come to get together to support each other and learn together to become righteous in anything you do um, even in the native american world you go to a sweat lodge you go to a sundance ceremony all these ceremonies, but you're coming together and you're supporting each other to to lift yourself to a higher level yeah in all cultures have this support it the people you align yourself with if you want to be a horse thief go out and ha uh, hang out with horse thieves if you want to be a business person hang out with successful business people that are achieving constantly and frank there's no shame in asking for help None. there is no shame when you struggle to eliminate that debris right there's right no well the shame. only stupid question is the one that didn't get asked yeah that we, when you're struggling, ask for that help because who knows where it's going to turn to that you can really. And there are other people force. out there that love to mentor. Don't be afraid to ask them. Can you yeah. show me how you walk through that? Absolutely. I will show you. People like that. They like helping. You know, I want to put a little spin on what we're talking about because. I'm just thinking as we're talking, when we create that, okay, so here is this, and I I put a highlight on it. There is an ancient metaphysical law. This is from Sarah's devotional today. Mm. There is an ancient metaphysical law that says if we desire more abundance in our lives, hence letting go of what no longer serves us, we must create a vacuum to allow ourselves to receive the good we seek. How can more good come into our lives if there is no room for it? The way we create the vacuum is by giving away what we no longer need or desire, but we can what can serve others. When we create that vortex, that's an Abraham Hicks thing. You right. don't know about Abraham Hicks. <clears throat> it's a, a fictitious person created by this couple, mm -hmm. and you meditate, and it's the vortex. It's gotten a little intense for me, but it's about elevating your state through increasing your vibrational energy and bringing in love. That vacuum, that vortex is what allows you, it gives you the distinct privilege, perhaps an honor of saying, I'm one of those people who are willing to risk and be fearful to allow the goodness to come in. So we know what a vacuum does, it sucks up things, right? Mm. But we wanna suck up the positive things and swoosh out the bad things because who doesn't want to be more? Who doesn't right. want to live greatly? Who doesn't want to live abundantly? We all do. Right. But if you want, 
you want to be able to get to that point, you have to get rid of the debris. You have to clear up because if you if you're going to channel that stuff to you, you have the the line has to be clear, or you can yeah. you can end up blocking that. It's like having half of a light switch. You know, if the if the wire isn't if there's a break in the wire, you're not going to get the full the full bang out of the you know what i'm saying all the energy from it you have to make sure that everything is lined up so that you can receive it <clears throat> i love it and and, and, you know, and you know a lot of people will look at my past on where i'm at with it and i'm going to tell every single one of you i didn't get this way overnight and i didn't get this way by myself it's not something i figured out all on my own people helped me the things that come out of my mouth came from other people. It's not all mine. It's not all mine. Now, how I learned from it and, and what went inside, you know, um, I add to the story that was given to me from other people and their and, and how they oh, yeah. walked through it. But when you take things all the way back to the very beginning, it all comes from a, a power much greater than who we are. And and God, and we have to respect that people. power. Oh, you know, absolutely! It's, it's respecting the power, and we're to give the credit. Yeah, but it's respecting the power and knowing that you can take that power mm. and use it to to build yourself, right. so you can live really greatly. <clears throat> Frank, I love this conversation. It's to some who are just starting their path, to some who perhaps don't know how to start right we are here to support you and to help you get those two millimeter shifts one millimeter shifts just to begin and by showing up that's how you start it's all good um i'm just going to close out by saying deciding to simplify our lives and bring order to our home our internal state by sending on the objects we no longer love to new, happier incarnations with people who will genuinely appreciate them is the way to open up ourselves to receiving an abundance that will perfectly suit us. Frank just said it. When we align with people that are like-minded, as we clear out and become that vortex, that vacuum for only goodness and abundance, we're going to jack ourselves up to oh, the max. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. If you know what in your mind, what you want to be, go hang out with those people. They'll help you get there. You'll yeah. help each other get there. So, and uh, you about ready to close her up. I'm really like, I just, my message today was all about opportunity. Let opportunity come knocking on your door, embrace it, let it elevate you and just look at its purpose. Why is it knocking on the door? Because yeah. we all have a mission, passion and purpose. And yeah, that's my and answer. and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It'll be the best thing you ever do. Oh yeah. And with that, I'm just gonna say remember to start your day in prayer and end your day in prayer. And beautiful. everything gets better from there. All right. Frank, you have a beautiful day. You we'll too. always always love being here with you in the morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Make it a great day. Take care. All right. See you guys bright and early tomorrow morning. Bye bye. Bye.